Alrighty, welcome once again, my brothers and sisters, to the Christian World Podcast. This is Brother Sims once again. Today we're going to be talking about uh, being kept by God. In fact, I entitled this lesson, Kept by God. You know, it takes the power of God and also the wisdom of God to be kept in these present times. Amen. Not only these present times, but in all times. Sin is so pervasive and so infectious, if you will, it will literally take the power of God to keep us, especially in these times. So with that being said, we're going to be coming from John 17, chapter 9 to verse 18. It says, I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are dying. Now, this is Jesus talking, and this prayer was, that he prayed was strictly for believers, not for non-believers. Okay, verse 10 says, and all mine are dying, and all dying are mine, and I'm glorified in them. Okay, let's break that down. He says, and all mine are dying, and dying are mine. So Jesus was basically saying that those who belong to himself also belong to the Father equally. You know, 1 John 2 and 23 says, for a person who doesn't believe in Christ, God's Son, can't have God the Father either. But he who has Christ, God's Son, has God the Father also. So the only way to the Father is through the Son. So if you don't have the Son, then you don't have the Father. You know, many people try to go around Jesus and go straight to the Father. It doesn't work like that. You know, the Bible says that Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Then Jesus goes on to say, I am glorified in them. Now, what that means, it means to bring honor or praise to. So God wants to get the glory out of our lives. That is, he wants to use us in such a way that people will know it is him working in us and through us. Amen. So God wants to get the glory. And verse 11 says, and now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee. Holy Father, he says, keep, which means to guard and protect through thine own name, those whom thou hast given me, that they be one as we are. So Jesus prayed to his father that what? That he would keep us because we need to be kept. We need to be guarded and we need to be protected from the, the contamination of evil in this world. Look what it says in verse 12. While I was with them in the world, I kept them. In thy name, those that thou hast given me, I have kept. In other words, I have guarded and protected them. And none of them is lost, but the son of perdition, which is who Judas, that the scripture might be fulfilled. So it was written ahead of time that Judas was going to be lost. Verse 13 says, And now I come to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. Verse 14, I have given them thy word, and the world hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. We as Christians are hated by the world for the most part. Now, if we're not standing up against evil, okay, we won't have any problem in the world. But when we take a stand for what's right, we can feel the hate. We can feel the hostility towards us from those who are against God. Amen. So we are in the world, but we're not of the world. We're not part of the world. We're not in the world's system. We don't operate in the ungodliness, in the wickedness that's taking place in this world. And verse 15 says, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, 
but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. That is right there. In other words, to protect and guard us from evil. Now, let's break that down. Jesus says, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world. Okay, the question is why? Well, because doing so would prevent others from being saved. So you see, God desires to use us to bring others to himself. See, God needs a physical body to work through. The devil also. Because it's illegal to operate in this world without a physical body. This is why the enemy tries to what? This is why the enemy tries to possess people who he can work through. A spirit needs a body to work through. And this is why God is what? He wants to save us and fill us with his spirit where he can work through us. Uh, his body is absolutely essential to operate in this world. So we are Jesus' hands and feet, which means anything God is going to do in this earth realm, he's going to do through us. Look what it says in Mark 16, 15 and 16. Reading, reading out of the NLT, it says, And then he told them, Go into all the world and preach the good news. In other words, the gospel to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved. But anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. So the gospel that is being preached is being preached through us. And then it says, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. In other words, the evil that's in the world. See, we live in the evil world. We are kept, regarded, and protected by God. It takes the power of God, the Holy Spirit, working in us and through us, and the wisdom of God, which comes through the word of God, to keep our lives from being contaminated by the evil that's in the world. Look what it says in 1 John 5 and 18 and 19. We know that whosoever is born of God sinned not. In other words, make a practice of sinning, a lifestyle. But he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and that the wicked one toucheth him not. And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lied in wickedness. Now, I'm going to read that in the Amplified because it, it puts it just perfectly. It says, we know absolutely that anyone born of God does not deliberately and knowingly practice committing sin. But the one who was begotten of God carefully watches over and protects him. Christ's divine presence within him preserves him against the evil. And the wicked one does not lay hold, in other words, get a grip on him or touch him. See, the enemy... See, the enemy may come for us, but he cannot get a hold on us. Christians may sin, but we don't live in sin. What I mean by that, we may fall sometimes. We may come short of the glory of God. But what we do is we repent, we, we correct those things, and we get back up, amen, and continue on the righteous course of living. So Satan's main tool for corrupting the hearts and minds of men is by way of the ungodly media over the airwaves, Ephesians 2 and 2, it says, When time passed, you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now working in the children of disobedience. Now the Bible calls him the prince of the power of the air. Satan is in the air. He's moving in the air. He uses the airwaves. He's 
he's using that to fight against the hearts and minds of people. So our fight is not primarily, I want to point this out with people. This doesn't mean we don't have human enemies, but the enemy will have and use people against us. He uses people as instruments to work against us. But our focus is not so much on the one being used, but the user, the source of our opposition, demonic spirits working behind the scenes. Now, there's an enemy, I like to say, behind your enemy. Ephesians 6 and 12 says, For we are not fighting against people made of flesh and blood, but against persons without bodies, the evil rulers of the unseen world, those mighty satanic beings and great evil princesses of darkness who rule this world and against huge numbers of wicked spirits in the spirit world. See, our fight is with those demons, those demonic forces. Matthew 5 and 44, But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless, which means to speak well of them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Now that word persecute means hostile mistreatment. Many times we are treated in a hostile manner. We're mistreated because of the stand we take and because of our faith. But at the same time, the Bible tells us to love our enemies. Now it's talking about people. That lets us know that we do have enemies, right? But our focus is not on the human enemies. It's on those spirits. Many times people are being used by the enemy and they don't really realize it. That's why we have to focus our efforts towards those demonic forces. At the same time, we have to deal with things in the natural, but we understand our job is to love people and to do the opposite of what they're doing to us. It says in verse 16, they're not of the world, even as I'm not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is true. Now, that means to separate us, amen, from everything that's not like God. We're sanctified by the word of God. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so I also sent them into the world. So he sent us, sent us into the world to do what? To proclaim the gospel. He sent us into the world to be light, to reflect his light. We don't have no light of our own, but we simply reflect the light of God. Amen. Where others might see that light and come to the light and glorify our Heavenly Father, which is in heaven. So with that being said, that's the end of this lesson. Amen. I hope you enjoyed this lesson. Stay tuned. Be blessed in Jesus' name.